Welcome to Northern Ag Network On Demand. If you like this program, we'd sure appreciate your comments on the show. Feel free to suggest to us if you've got news or stories you think your neighbors in Northern Ag Network country would benefit from hearing. We'd also like to take a second to thank BNSF Railway for sponsoring our program. BNSF Railway has been partnering with farmers for over 170 years. We thank them for the partnership. Enjoy the report. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Schwab here from the Northern Ag Network with today's Noon Market Report. Today is the day. Today is Give FFA Day, which is designated to support FFA youth throughout the country. The 24-hour campaign will help provide educational resources to FFA chapters across many states, instill the importance of agriculture in the next generation, and teach them how to advocate for the industry, along with offer leadership development and career preparation opportunities to FFA members through competitive events and hands-on skills training. If you're interested in donating, you can do so through online sources such as the Montana FFA Foundation, South Dakota FFA Foundation, or Wyoming FFA Foundation, along with many other states of your choosing. Well, speaking of the Treasure State's FFA, their state convention is exactly one month away and will be held in Great Falls on March 22nd through the 25th. As a matter of fact, our very own Brett McRae will be there helping judge a couple of competitions and providing us some updates throughout the week. And keeping it under the big sky, Montana Wolf Growers is busy in Helena today with their involvement on the Hill. MWGA says that their leaders are going to be watching, supporting, and or suggesting some amendments on several bills, including House Bill 627 and 628, which would revise wolf trapping laws, and House Bill 630 that would also revise black bear hunting laws. They also are going to be in that fishing game committee for the Senate Bill 324 that would revise FWP information disclosure laws before attending the confirmation of the governor's appointees for the Livestock Loss Board. Those will all begin around 3 p.m. and you can watch online at the Montana Legislative website. Let's take a break and come back with more Ag News right after this. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. The USDA's Ag Outlook Forum is taking place right now in Washington, D.C. as they offer their insights to all ag commodities. No big surprise here, but they say the U.S. cattle herd is forecast to further decline in 2023. That smaller cattle herd, however, is forecast to push up fed cattle prices an average of 10% to 159 100 weight for 2023, according to the USDA. The smaller cattle herd will also increase imports of live cattle. USDA expects cattle imports to hit 2.1 million head in 2023, up about a half million from 2022's 1.61 million cattle imported. USDA also forecasts lower feed prices as the department projects corn, soybean, and wheat prices will decline in 2023. They say corn prices are projected to fall from an average of 670 a bushel from that 2022 and 2023 crop to 560 a bushel for the next crop year. That follows an increase of higher corn production with 91 million acres 
acres to be planted and a record yield of 181.5 bushels per acre predicted. USDA also said that the U.S. wheat production is going to be projected to increase 14% for the new crop year with a total of nearly 1.9 billion bushels on both higher acreage and yield. Total wheat planted acres is also projected at 49.5 million acres, up nearly 3.8 million acres from that 2022 and 2023 crop year, marking the highest mark since 2016 and 2017. As mentioned, these are only USDA predictions and a lot can change between now and then, so stay tuned right here for more of those updates. Let's take another break and see what this did to the ag markets right after this. When you're looking for traction from a farm tire, check out the hard-working, earth-gripping 23-degree Firestone tire. 23-degree tread bars take advantage of the added torque of today's high-horsepower tractor and prove superior to 45-degree tread bars in performance and productivity. Save more time, burn less fuel, be more productive with the 23-degree Firestone tire. Firestone and Tirerama, the leader in the field, only at your local Montana and Wyoming Tirerama store. With the high inputs potentially being the biggest limiting factor for the feed of cattle business throughout this next year, hearing that more acres is expected to be planted in the corn and prices could be cheaper definitely lent some relief immediately to the cattle markets and especially the feeders today. DTN Livestock Analyst Shaley Stewart also noted that it was interesting to see the morning's USDA Livestock Outlook for that five area steer prices in 2023 forecasted an average price of a record 159 100 weight, which is approximately $15 weight better than 2022's prices and eclipses the previous record set in 2014. She said that's supportive news as it encourages feedlots and traders alike, but noted how it's likely we won't see much more cash cattle activity trading until Friday. Of course, Friday we're also expected to see that USDA cattle on feed report come out after the markets are closed, so that will certainly be possibly weighing onto the traders' minds as well. Analysts say they're expecting to see about a 4% drop in the total on-feed numbers, while placement should possibly see a 3% drop, while marketing see an increase of 4% year-over-year. As mentioned, though, that comes out Friday afternoon like always, so we won't see the implications until Monday morning. Checking out where some of those futures finished today, we did see the feeders coming up by triple digits after that supportive report from the USDA as the March feeders added $1.05 at $189.02. April feeders up $185 at $193.60. A little steadier trends, but still in the positive for the live cattle futures with April adding $0.37 cents at $165.45. June up $0.22 cents at $161.32. Turning over to the local auctions, quite a few have been shut down, as you can imagine, with the winter weather. As Bowman Auction on Monday was able to slip in some sheep with the 70 to 90 pound feeder lambs coming in 161 to 165, while coal use coming in 53 to 60 cents. Well, let's take a quick break and come back to wrap up with the grains right after this. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Town.
Quickly wrapping up with the grain market. Well, unfortunately, the wheat complex, more so the Casey winter wheat, felt a second day of double-digit drops after that USDA report gave a one-two punch to them. For the March contract, they dropped 15 cents at 861, May down nearly 14 as well at 856. A little softer than steady trends for the Minneapolis spring wheat with the March giving away nearly four cents at 910 and a half, May down four and a half as well, and I know four and a half. Run over lucky row crops, double-digit drops were felt on the corn with a March giving away 13 at 661, May corn down 14 cents at 660 and a quarter. From the Northern Ag Network, I'm Mandy Schwab.